Hello, my name is Alan Webb, and I feel really at peace with my current running life. What's up, runners? Welcome to another episode of The Running Brunch. I'm Peter Cunningham, here with Ben Ledbetter. Hello, everyone. I just saluted the microphone. I really thought you were about to salute and say nothing. I was like, Ben, you know we're on a podcast. (laughs) Our YouTube listeners uh, are going to see that on Patreon. Nope, we still Um, have not pulled the trigger on that. You're a straight liar. I like to keep the bit going. Yeah, yeah, uh, we're here. We're back in studio, question mark, question mark, exclamation point. I don't know anymore. Studio Z. Studio Z. Studio Gen Zers. We're at my office in Fayetteville, Arkansas. I will not give the address for this. Uh, I mean, we... Yeah, that's a great idea. I've warned you before not to put your address out on the internet for people to hear. Yeah. Uh, so let's let's keep with that. Theme. I don't need any more shade from Naya on the cross country team. Uh, so I'm not going to give my she address. She did give you like a, an opsec uh, lesson, <laughs> and uh, so uh, yeah, we probably let's, let's stick with that. It's let's not necessary. It's no, not necessary. No, no, no. Amazing. Uh, but we, we'll have our PO box set up here soon. Uh, that's a lie, because I will not do we that. Will, what, what would our, why would we use that? Would our, oh, you know, our people, listeners write letters in? Yeah, write letters, send us gifts, uh, people that want us to, like, eat their brunch food okay. on the podcast, we can do that. It'll uh, be, it'll be spoiled by the time it arrives, but, ah, and, like, we'll get the, uh, we'll get the message. You know, maybe. Okay. Maybe, they, maybe they send the ingredients. Yeah. And then we'll have to make it. Probably still spoiled, but. Yeah. It's okay. I, I, uh, I love how. Really, the idea of brunch and running it isn't that connected for you and I. It's just a debate that you and I've had, and mm-hmm. food is important for runners. So we've kind of made that that connection. Right. I love how unintentionally we've had multiple guests guests talk about how how brunch takes place after their long runs with teammates and friends and whatnot. Yeah, so, everyone here in Arkansas is kind of lame. They just go about their day. I don't know, go to work yeah. on Saturdays because we work at a running store, and so we have to work, yeah, and yeah. no one likes going to brunch. But I, before I go home, normally grab a bagel. So you do a little evening, I do, I do a little a little, evening brunch? Yeah, I mean... A little Ben, Led, ben, ben Ledbetter we, rules we of do, brunch brunch? We do our long runs on Saturdays in the mornings yeah. out in Evening Star, and so... On the way home, I grab a bagel. Before you go into work. Well, I don't work on Saturdays, so uh, I before I go home home. Yeah, home home. Yeah, yeah. Which I'm not giving out my address. You you said before you go home home, as mm-hmm. opposed to just going home. Do you have a home well, I and said going, a home home? Well, I said I was going home earlier, and uh-huh. you said, oh, right, like you're going to work. Okay. And I said, no, 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 like home home. Okay. This is easily the peak of our banter that we've ever 100%. had. One hundred percent. This easily. is this guys. This is a this is a deep dive into what Peter and Ben's conversations normally look like when we're not putting on a face, which uh-huh. we don't really actually do. No, so. there's not a whole lot of facing no, going on. No. Um, ben, uh, tell our guests uh, who we have coming on the show today. Yeah, uh, yeah. He's a he's a local guy. Lived in Arkansas for a little bit. Um, he moved to Florida last year. We were sad to see him go. Mm. Um, his, uh, his name is Alan Webb. <laughs> I, I love how you were like dragging that out as if it's the name isn't in the title of the episode. Right, right, and right. If, and as if before you and I even came on, his voice comes on and introduces himself. Right, but, right. Yeah. No, it's uh, it's uh, we've got Alan Webb. He is the current American, both high school and like overall high school and overall American record holder in the full mile. Yeah. Um, and he has run... 346. 346. 346.9, I think, or 346.8, one of the two. Um, in but the full mile. In the full 1,609 meters on the track. Yeah. At a random track meet in Belgium. <laughs> uh, and 
it's he is a crazy awesome guy uh super super kind super nice um and yeah so he broke the broke the american high school record uh for the mile when he was a senior at south lake high school in virginia uh did that out of track me at the uh, i guess it would be the old hayward now old hayward field yeah. uh racing against the likes of bernard legat and hickam el garouge or hisham depending on how you want to pronounce his name uh-huh. um and he uh, he decided that he we Peter kind of saw him at the NEI Nationals for the indoor meet this year and kind of just took a chance and walked up and talked to him for a little bit and asked if he wanted to be on our podcast and he said yeah sure why not you guys seem great yeah. I wasn't there so he we like you he seem could great. just tell he could just tell my co-host Ben was yeah. it just seemed great yeah <laughs> pretty cool it's uh, it's really exciting for me and me yes uh, well you know that was assumed <laughs> yeah, you don't know that. yeah. Uh, it's really exciting for me because uh, back in the day, I was when I was still holding on to my own dream of running in the Olympics one day. Uh, Alan Webb was at the center of kind of part of my motivation to do that. I, I actually been still to this day, uh, and the book is on my bedside table right now because I, I rediscovered it. Yeah. Uh, recently, um, the book is called Screw Tape Letters and. Uh, it's a book by C.S. That Lewis. It's not the book I thought you were going to talk about, which is hilarious in yeah. my mind. No. Glad I didn't say anything. Yeah. Continue. The book is called Screw Tape Letters. I have read it. Awesome uh, book. I have been about halfway through it since 2008, 2009, <laughs> uh, when I pulled a, a page out of a Sports Illustrated magazine, and it has Alan Webb uh, running up a hill on it, uh, and... Yeah, he's and, and I, I had that folded up as my bookmark for screw tape letters for now. What is that? Close going on 15 years, 14, 15 years. I don't know when you were in ninth grade, well, 2008, so. 2009, about uh, about 14, 15 years. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And and so, uh, yeah, it, it's just it, it's really wild and, and, and sweet and encouraging for me that uh, we we get to hang with Alan tonight and. Uh, we'll see if we get to share some some brunch with him. Ben and I have some some ego waffles. We're living at large. Yeah, man. We're living at large. I haven't I'm, had an ego waffle in forever. Uh, I'm pretty stoked about it. I, I have I rediscovered them when I started doing long runs uh, and just kind of like running more in the mornings. I needed something more than just a granola bar or yeah. banana in my stomach. Yeah. And I was like, you know, waffles sound pretty good. So I started making them. I do. Uh, I always do the same thing. I do three waffles in the toaster, two on one side, one on the other, obviously. They have to be right next to each other. Okay. Click. They, they cook for a little bit, just enough to get crunchy and brown, yeah. but not burnt yeah. or like even close to it. Barely over the warm. You're, it's like the perfect golden brown marshmallow, but an Eggo waffle. Yeah. Then butter on okay. one. Okay. Then you stack the next one up. Okay. Butter. Then butter. you stack the third one on top. Butter. butter. But then after it sits for a minute while I start making my coffee, when I come back, the butter's all melted and I op- I grab the Top two, top two, maple syrup, syrup drop one, maple, maple syrup, drop one, maple, maple syrup. syrup, and then it's just the perfect amount of cut and four, boom, sandwich gone, cut and four, boom, sandwich. Well, I mean, like in my mind, it looks like a triple decker sandwich. Okay. I still use a fork. One time, I did, I did try eating it like a sandwich, but I waited too long, and the syrup started coming out of the bottom yeah. of the why well, it was a mess in my car. Messy. Glad I sold it. Um, Little did the new owner know <laughs> that they were going to sit down in a pile of syrup. You never know. You never cleaned it up. You just and you actually just poured <laughs> you just poured more syrup on the seat before you. I, sold did, it. I just needed to make sure that the stain was consistent, so they thought it was yeah. the the same color as the rest of it. I think 
honestly, a, makes car the car smell good. a car that smells like syrup. But then you add in running sweat, and it's kind of gross. Yeah. Um, but it's not my problem anymore. But would you rather be in a car that's just running sweat smell or that's running true. sweat plus a syrup. syrup on top? Anyway, <laughs> uh, uh, kind of going on the same uh, same vein as Peter with the book-wise, when I was in high school, my cross-country coach uh, decided to get me into reading running literature. Uh, thank you, Paul Gribb. I plan on asking your question. Thank you so much for sending that in to me. Um, and he started out with running with the Buffaloes. Um, I did salute there when I said uh, Paul Gribb. Um, and uh, running with the Buffaloes about the CU Boulder uh, cross-country team and their kind of like lives and how they ran. Um, written by Chris Lear. Um, and then he showed me another book as a Michigan alum. He decided to keep Ben, I'm going to let you in on a little secret. I used to walk past Alan Webb on campus when he was walking across some random field that I don't know the name of. It was called Dyg Field. Uh, Dyg? Walking past me on the Dyg, uh, whatever that is. Yeah. Um, but it was the... Um, the book called Sub Four. It's the story of Alan Webb's quest for uh, furthering his four-minute mile at the University of Michigan and kind of his walk through his freshman freshman year um, and the and the ups and downs that he went to in the transition. Um, and that was a book of seeing just kind of like how an individual can struggle so much when they were at the top of their game as a freshman or a senior in high school to transitioning to college and that it's not all perfect and and great the whole time. There are a lot a lot of things that kind of can get in the way. So that kind of like uh, opened my eyes to potential futures when I was in high school of, of maybe the what I have now in high school is not going to continue on in college. So um, plus then you get into the, the life of Alan Webb and seeing the pictures of him and we're starting to find his videos online of uh, of him running his 353, 351. Talking about his high school. Old Hayward. Yeah. Uh, 355, 351. Uh, 355 was the previous was record. It, and he skewed it underneath it, right? Yeah. 354 or something like that. Yeah. Um, and then, and then watching his, again, that random meet in Belgium. Um, and just kind of like following his, along with his career, um, just kind of seeing the ebbs and flows. He's probably, I, I don't know if this is an endearing thing, uh, but m- some people call him one of the most inconsistent uh, professional runners, which I think is the inconsistent isn't necessarily a good word. I think that he just had a very realistic career that you can't run perfectly. Like I feel like now in the professional running world, everyone only runs when they are in perfect shape. They don't run year, they don't race year round. Um, and I think Alan did a really good job of just pretty much consistently racing through uh, hard training. Which obviously, if you're training hard, you can you can be tired. You can your legs may not be in perfect shape, and so that can kind of cause you to to kind of not be on your game but I, I think it's it's you can't say it's false but I just don't like the word inconsistent simply because it sounds rude um but yeah it's 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 I, honestly it just it reminds me of myself of being uh oh here I am reminding my oh Alan Webb reminds me of me should be the <laughs> other way around that's amazing um, but just like I mean honestly like when you think about like I mean I want you all to take a second and think about your own life of your running career. How how many times are you running perfect PRs? Running uh, every th- every time that you race, you increase. Like there's always that one step back, two steps forward, one step back, one step forward, five steps back. You don't know. Um, and we we've all been there. We've all done that. So um, I think Alan just had a very realistic career compared to some other athletes. So yeah. 
Yeah, and in defense of of Allen, we danced around the time a little bit. It was a three fifty three mid ah. uh, at that Prefontaine Classic, uh, which is which is still the high school record, the American so. high school record, which is which is incredible. Yep. Um, what's what's cool, and hopefully we'll get a chance to just kind of affirm Allen in this in the episode today. Um, What's cool is in my, you know, I've just, I've gotten to interact with him a couple of times, as you said, at cross country nationals and at indoor nationals uh, for the NAIA when we've taken some JBU athletes there. Um, neither of the times of interacting with him did I feel like I was interacting with the American record holder uh, because he doesn't hold himself as, uh, as the American record holder. Oh, he, Webb. He, he is a coach at Ave Maria. He is a kind man. Um, and, and I know that he's really outspoken about his faith in Jesus and how that's shaped who he is and directed where he's, he's gotten. And so uh, just a, a really sweet man that has been at the pinnacle of the running world. And, and I'm sure, just like anyone else, probably got swept up into it, but really sweet that he has uh, found his footing and, in my, and in my opinion, has, has found the right footing um, coming out of like just the, the, the top elite level of running he still holds records and and doesn't uh isn't big-headed about it he's he um is really sweet in his humility and and pointing people towards jesus instead of pointing people towards himself so um i'm i'm stoked that we get to have him on um and uh and and hopefully it'll be a blessing to our listeners to get to to hear our conversation with alan yeah it's really exciting um and it looks like he is uh, logging into the Zoom call. Okay, let's accept uh, so him. Let's, uh, let's let him in. Alan. There we go. <laughs> let's go, man. Okay. <laughs> Amazing. So you said you were just coming from Ave Maria practice just now? That's right. Yeah, that's right. We we practiced uh, when we go to the like track track. There's a uh, actually a high school down the road that that we're that uh, that we use. So cool. yeah, it's about 20 minutes away. Uh, nice. so amazing. Yeah. Um, where's remind us again, where's Ave Maria at? It is about 50 minutes to the east of Naples. Okay. On the Gulf. Cool. Yeah. So the very, you know, the Southern tip of Florida on the Gulf side. Got wow. it. Got wow. it. That's awesome. That's amazing. Well, yeah. thanks for joining us for brunch. <laughs> we, uh, you know, we've, we've got some ego waffles here. I don't know in, in the hubbub of coming from practice and getting to Wi-Fi. I don't know if, uh, if you were able to whip anything together, maybe a cliff bar in your car. <laughs> yeah, that's, I, I, I had a, a bag of here's, here's was, this was my brunch was the, yes, Kirkland yeah, keto snacks. Perfect. Keto snacks uh, mix. You know, a little bit, a little bit nutty, a little bit cheesy and, uh, Sounds so exactly like our podcast. <laughs> Nutty and cheesy. Let's go, man. You're doing you it well. Go. You're doing it well, man. Well, sweet. Well, we we do love to ask all of our guests on the podcast, really, just to try to settle a score between myself and Ben of of what what actually is the definition of brunch. And so I'm sure, like, the main reason why our listeners are going to tune in is is to know why or how does Alan Webb define brunch? I define brunch as the meal on a Saturday and Sunday that's at lunchtime, but people eat breakfast food. Okay. Because okay. brunch seems to, it's, it's, it's always at the lunch hour. It's sort yeah. of the same time as lunch. Yeah. It just, 
you eat eggs Benedict yeah. at, on a Saturday or Sunday, and then suddenly it becomes brunch. Okay. That's right? awesome. Amazing. Amazing. The unch is the is the time of day. The bra is the is the food that is consumed. Correct. Correct. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Correct. I'm, I'm okay I, th- with I think that. back in the day I would have agreed with that exact definition. Ben, ben has evolved into a into a, <laughs> a more a more full full uh definition of it I'm, a, yeah. I'm, a, I'm more of a i you speak over brunch over a meal and, it, and thus it is brunch um yes it's... okay <laughs> well yeah see my see that that's 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 the new alan the old alan would have just said any meal that includes cantaloupe could be considered brunch but Amazing. you know that's I, awesome I, is, is cantaloupe uh pretty bougie in your eyes is that what it is I, I I don't yeah it's just like a brunch thing you know like yeah. you, if if you have a slice of cantaloupe then what I mean, other meal would that be at right yeah. I don't know if I've ever gone to a friend's house and they've been like oh hey Ben we have a cantaloupe do you want to have some I don't know if I have ever so, done that. so one of my yeah. favorite meals that my mom has made in my childhood uh sadly I don't live near enough to her uh for her to continue making it for me but it's this uh kind of curry chicken salad laid over a thick slice of cantaloupe and the savory of the chicken salad that has some some uh thick sliced grapes in it as well over the sweetness of a of a rocky ford cantaloupe from colorado (laughs) i mean i would i would brunch on that that's for sure (laughs) that that sounds like a brunch thing man i I could see it i could see it happening definitely definitely amazing amazing Well, thanks. Thanks for hopping on here with us. We're we're both incredibly tickled. Uh, thanks for uh, even just uh, considering it, letting me come up to you at NAI Indoor National Championships and and uh, and being up for hanging out with a couple random dudes who love running and are yeah. big fans of Alan Webb. Oh, thank you. Th- well, thanks for having me. And uh, yeah, I'm just I'm glad I got to good to see you. In uh, my goodness, the coldness of South Dakota. Wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Praise, praise the Lord that it was inside. <laughs> yeah, for real. Yeah. For real. Peter oh. and the guys were sending me texts of just kind of like how the meet was going. And then a couple of pictures of being outside. And I was like, nope, I'm glad I stayed home for this one. Sorry, boys. Yeah. This was terrible. <laughs> but yeah, it was rough. I'm guessing as like yeah. a as a Michigan boy, because you're you went to school at Michigan. You grew up in Michigan, though. Is that right? Well, I was born in Michigan and I went to school there my freshman year, but I really grew up in Virginia. So I, I kind of come as I sort of feel more like a Virginia boy. Okay. Uh, yeah. But, you know, we had winters. Yeah. You yeah. have enough cold yeah. in your system. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I know what that's like. And I, and I, I married a Wisconsin girl. So oh, yeah. I've had I've had some some bitter Christmas uh, vacations where it's uh, pretty darn cold there. So yeah, uh, I believe I've, it. Uh, I I know what it's like when your knees ache just from doing nothing and trying to run when it's zero. <laughs> right, right, yeah. right. Yeah. Um. So being in Virginia, and I, so I grew up in New Jersey, and I feel like Virginia and New Jersey are decently like similar. Of being almost northeast, we have a pretty wide range of sports. Um. Where did you kind of start off in the sports world? Like, did you just start running, or were there other things that like pre- like was a predecessor to uh your your athletic career? Yeah, uh, I, 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 I did what I call like hidden cross training growing up. I, I was, a, I, yes, I was, I swam. I was a swimmer. It, I was, I was a pretty, pretty decent swimmer and I played soccer and basketball. So I kind of had all the pieces, uh, to, to train, of to be a, pr- a pretty good runner. Um, you know, if you were injured, 
and 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 you went in the pool for like two hours a day and then like three days a week did you know strides on a grass field and jumped around for for like an hour you you'd probably come out and you wouldn't take a whole lot of running to get to, to you know formal running training to get yeah. to get really get in shape yeah. fast right yeah yeah, that's spot on. That's a, we we usually have our injured athletes at JBU do some basketball cross training. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not the basketball part. That's that's it, and that's kind of exactly where my high school cross country coach uh, started pulling athletes from. Was from the basketball team saying, "Hey, like you'd see a kid that's kind of like right on that edge of being a starter or being that that second string," and he'd say, "Hey, how about you come out and run cross country for me, and we see what happens, and I guarantee you a spot on varsity next year because you're fit." And all of a sudden you've got a kid who has never run more than half a mile in his life. If that, um, running 1730 for no reason at all in the middle of Florida. So, um, it was, and that's where he started just kind of like building a culture around of pulling kids into running after they've been in sport for a while. So, um, was it like recreational or was it more like, uh, you actually were in like leagues, I guess, like I think of, uh, like, uh, like little league baseball or, um, like pop Warner, yeah, football. Pop Warner football. Yeah, I was, I, I, I was. I was like house league, house league, uh, borderline travel soccer player. So I was like pretty good. Uh, you know, I was on, you know, like in the house league, I was in the all-star team of the house league. Right. Okay. So, uh, that was like, that was, uh, my, my level. And, but as a swimmer, I was, I was actually pretty good. I mean, I, I swam on a pretty, pretty legitimate club swim team and swam with some Olympia, a couple of Olympians oh. and, uh, I was I I was close to getting some junior national qualifying times, and anybody in the swimming world kind of knows it's like that's you know it's, that's that's a pretty big accomplishment for uh you know for somebody that was my age I uh it, that was sort of middle school freshman year in high school that I did that so I was I, I had a lot of I'd say I had I had the heart uh I had the heart for it but I you know I'm only five nine. And, uh, you know, in swimming, just your, your levers make such a big difference in your length. Just, it matters. Uh, it matters a lot. Yeah. You didn't have uh, Michael so, Phelps, uh, appendages. Yeah. I had like sort of normal guys appendages, <laughs> you know? <laughs> um, so, but it turns out that, that I, uh, I had the body type of a middle distance runner. Right. So, yeah. uh, you know, I, I put all that work into this in the pool aerobically and it, you know, it, 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 it hard, it, it, it got me physically conditioned, you know, aerobically, but it also was like mentally callousing. You know, I was, I was used to the work, you know, right. so, um, coming to coming into running, I, I, I wasn't afraid of like pushing hard. And so it was, I would say that's definitely like a skill was to be able to pu push yourself. And, uh, swimmers know that swimmers learn that through, through, uh, they, they learn that. So, uh, but not all swimmers can make, make great runners. It's not like a hundred percent, you know, they might be, right. they might have the, the, the cardiovascular part, but then it might be the opposite where there, there might be much more designed for swimming. So right. it's not always a direct crossover, but for me, it, it turned out to be a pretty good package and, so then my freshman year, I went, I went out for cross country and it took me about like, you know, a month and a half to get in really good shape Yeah, and, you know, running shape. And yeah, that's really how that, that's how that transition happened. What spurred it on? You just decided, did you have friends that went out for it? You had an open season and wanted to fill it. 
Well, I it they used to they used to run the mile in gym class as part of the physical yep. fitness mm -hmm. uh -huh. testing, yeah. which they they bailed on that like a few years ago and they like run back and forth in a, in a gym now, which I think is kind of <laughs> lame. Yeah. In my, in, in, in my opinion. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what's You're so hard company. about. <laughs> yeah. Why can't, like, why can't you just like get a wheel and measure out a, like <laughs> an eighth of a mile on your field that everybody has. Yeah. And go run a mile. Yeah. But this we, we, we'll be here all night if we start getting <laughs> I'm, I'm all about it i'm all about it i mean all the, the time in the world <laughs> yeah, yeah your yeah, wife anyway. and kids are probably going to be the ones that say hey you've been on this call long enough get inside <laughs> yeah, yeah they will they're going to come out here if you Amazing. um but yeah I, I i started running the mile in gym class and it started in fourth grade and i could I, I i could track my my mile time and you know i had the school record in, in elementary school and then i the same thing from from middle school and i just kind of progress uh i progressed that way and every, you know, every, even, even when I'm, even when I was in the sixth grade, everybody was saying, oh, you're good at this. You should go, you should, you should run cross country. Yeah. And at that time I was like, you have to run across the country, you know, like, <laughs> I, was, like I don't know about, I was like, what, what do we get in vans and like go on the highway? Yeah. Like, I don't know what that yeah. Means. You know, um, but that, you know, the C was kind of there for a few years before, but we just, we didn't have like a, cl a club system for, for running. And we didn't have a, our middle school, like the middle school system that didn't have uh, cross country or track. So I, I was just sort of itching for my chance to join, join that to do cross country. Uh, and that's, that's where I came from, you know, and yeah. I was just sort yeah. Of yeah. wanting to do it. Um, and I, cause I knew, I knew I was, at least I knew I was at least pretty good at it, you know, yeah. even yeah. though I'd said like, you know, I had their little school records. I, I knew that there was other people out there that were faster. So I was just sort of cur curious, like, well, how good am I? I mean, everybody's everybody was like, oh, you're, you're good. You know, like you're the best in your class. You're in the yeah. School. <laughs> yeah. But I I kept, I, you know, had this sort of curiosity of like, of think of, of wanting to know like how good could I be? Yeah. And so I, I, I signed up for cross country and, uh, I would say that the rest is, is sort of history. Yeah. Awesome. Is that, is that just kind of like personality as a whole, uh, whatever the category, how, how good can I be? Um, or is that just kind of in your running world? No, it, it was, it was, I, I would say it was sort of a mentality that I, I had maybe not for, I wouldn't say for everything, but, um, I, I had sort of an, a natural inclination to want to get the best out of myself, you know, in, I, I guess it was probably the most, probably mostly in sports. Um, and, uh, and it, it, it caused me to kind of gravitate towards the individual sports. Uh, for example, you know, swimming and running are, you know, they can be a team sport, but you know, at its, at its root is kind of like a, is, a, is an individual, yeah. an individual endeavor. Yeah. Um, and something drew me to that. And, and, and it also might, I think it was, it was, it was something that was trackable, you know, it was very, very, uh, um, I don't know, I guess provable, you know, uh, uh, uh because we are measurable very measurable, you yeah. know, it, it, it tracking your progress, you know, you know, it, you know, you play soccer and you could play defense and like, you never score a goal, but that doesn't mean you're not the best player on the field necessarily. Right. Right. Um, 
I'm not saying I was ever the best player on the field, but I did play defense. And I, you know, I was like, oh, you know, like, you know, I, I, I helped, but you know, I, I, you, you don't always walk away with like, Oh, I got a, a best game ticket or something I, like that. I, I, I PR'd on the soccer pitch tonight. Right. right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, I, I mean, they, they do have, me- they do have ways of measuring that now, of course. That, you know, um, but it, it's, it's much more subtle, you know, especially at the, at the youth level. They're, they don't, you know, they don't have their like GPS tracker on you to like measure how far you ran in a game, you know? Right, but, right. Uh, how many balls you stole? Uh, right. How many completed? I guess that would be like completed passes and all that stuff, but yeah. no one's doing that for high school. No, most people. No, no, no. <laughs> or, 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 or eight and under, uh, you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Youth League soccer with, with the silver Terminators. Is what <laughs> that, that's awesome. Please tell us that was the name of your soccer team. Oh, yes, it was. Definitely. The silver it Terminators. Was. Amazing. We, we weren't creative at all. We, I grew up in, uh, uh, Southwest Missouri and so close enough to Kansas City. So we were all fans of the Kansas City Chiefs. So we named our soccer okay. team the Chiefs. That's right. <laughs> the Chiefs. Okay. Just all right. The Chiefs. Not creative in any way. Was uh did yeah. did Terminator 2 come out around or like was that was it the Terminator theme? Was the just- oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, like that was that was it, which you know, which was horrible because we're like kids and we're like naming right. after the radar movie. Um, amazing, amazing. But you know, we knew about the Terminator. And of so course. The, it was the silver terminators. That's awesome. And then uh well actually first it was the silver wolves and then it was the silver terminators. And then uh we we had we had a we I, we I played for a travel team for a couple seasons. And uh you know they had the ter- Arnold was in was in the terminator but then he was also in predator. Remember predator? <laughs> oh predator? yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I, Get I mean, the we, chopper. The pre- we were the rest in predators. We were the predators. <laughs> And we like, you know, we're thinking like the movie, the predator with like the, you know, the, the guy, oh, oh, no. and, like, he turns invisible. Uh-huh. Yeah, like, that's what we envisioned when we named it the, the predators, Mm-mm. but the parents didn't know mm-hmm. that. Mm-mm. And so all our, the parents made us a banner and it was this bird and like, <laughs> they made us this banner and we were like, what is that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a bird of prey. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was goodness. a bird of prey. And like, we like, as, as soon as they brought it on, we're like, no, we didn't bird like bird predator even like the movie with arnold in it they like they had no idea they was like all oh, way over their head that's know? awesome that's amazing that's incredible oh man unbelievable uh, so uh but yeah i mean i i i just gravitated towards the, the the individual sports and you know i just i just i just got into i really i just kind of nerded out with uh the idea of you know working really hard and then becoming like the person that that you know set the records and, and won and won the races or at least was competitive you know right. you know I, I i learned early on in the pool that if you work really hard then you do get this like kind of positive uh reward yeah um, right. with your with your performance and um you know i i you know that was where that was where the 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 that's the seed of that that came from and uh and eventually I tried, I sort of transfer that into, into the sport of running. Yeah. What about, what about now that you've shifted into, we're kind of jumping off the chronological uh, direction of it, but like you've shifted into the coaching for a bit now, is that kind of a key thing that you try to instill into your athletes? Do they already have it in them? Uh, just the desire of like working really hard to achieve this goal. It was something that spurred you on. Do you try to create that in your athletes? Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, that, that is, is sort of the basic message that, that, 
that I try to to communicate is, hey, you, we're, we're going to give you these workouts to do. And we're going to drag you out of bed early in the morning and we're going to run around. Um, but you're going to get something out of it, and it, you know, and it's it's like, you know, no matter what level you're at, uh, like if you're the fastest person on the team or you're the slowest person on the team, there's still something there's something of high, high value there. You know, it teaches you something about uh, uh, about about work ethic and um, and 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 doing things that that uh, you know maybe others might not be willing to do, but to get to get a result out of that and to improve and to to improve yourself. And you know, it's it's like a god, it's like a you know god a god given gift to have that you know have the ability to to uh, you know to to do that to do that that work and and get and get that result and see that progress because it teaches you something about about your body and your spirit you know it's like it teaches you uh it yeah you know it, it teaches you that it teaches it, it or it teaches you that process of working hard and getting getting a result um and you can transfer that into any any vocation and also into your spiritual life you know into yeah, like right. in, into your quest quest to, to go to heaven you know um there's no other way to except through the the way of the cross you know and yeah. it's to, uh and and you uh you learn that in sports yeah and and that's what i try to instill you know at its core to all to 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 the athletes that i that i'm um that i'm surrounded by yeah i know i know for myself personally uh it's been way easier to um to practice endurance and practice um doing not necessarily what is comfortable and what I want to do, but what I know I need to do in order to accomplish or in order to see the result that I desire. It's been way easier for me personally to exercise that in my running career um, than, than it's been both spiritually and also just like logistically. And so it's always, it's been sweet for me personally to use running as a means to um, one, just, uh, be encouraged by the Lord that I am able to endure hard things. Um, cause my personality, I just, I just struggle to sit and, and endure through difficult stuff. I, I want to peace out as quickly as I can. I want the distraction. I want to, I don't want to feel the pain. I want to feel, you know, happy and whatnot, total Peter Pan. And, <laughs> uh, but like, uh, and so I, I, I think the Lord at least, uh, partially provided me with running, and now cycling as a means to just encourage me like, no, you are able to endure things. And also it's worth it because the end result is, is going to pay off. Um, and so you, you're able to then apply that for myself to, to my, my spiritual walk with the Lord. And then also just like how I do friendships and relationships and sit in hard times with people. And so, um, yeah, right, right there with you running, running, uh, can, can be a sweet encourager for all sorts of aspects of life. Boom, boom. That's why you're, that's why that's why you're an amazing coach, man. Because you're right there. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Well, Lord willing, um, that's. Um, I don't know. At least for me, and I'd I'd love to hear your thoughts. I uh, people kind of ask me right now. So I have a full time job in Fayetteville, Arkansas, and I'm blessed to coach on the side at John Brown. Been very similar. Works at a a running shoe store up in in uh, Rogers or Bentonville, Arkansas. 
and is a part-time coach at JBU. And people ask uh, what our desires would be in the coaching world in the future. And and I, I for myself, can't imagine coaching outside of some form of private Christian university because I love getting to have uh, not having to filter anything in in combining my love for Jesus and also my love for running and combining those to encourage our athletes both spiritually and athletically it is is that at least part of what led you to Ave Maria rather than coaching at another level tell us a little bit about that that's the reason that led me here because yeah. the, the same exact thing because I, I I I wanted that you know um, because I I you know. Uh, I would say that, you know, my biggest regret of my career was that I didn't have God as number one. You know, mm. I, 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 ha- I totally had running as the idol, you know? Um, and, uh, I hope to not do that, you know? Um, and, uh, if I could, you know, offer up, you know, all the gifts that I was giving athletically to a greater good, you know, you know, the ultimate, the, you know, the ultimate greatest good, you know, um, then it feels a lot better, <laughs> yeah. you know, when you have that. And I would agree, uh, you know, I, I would say I, I'm, in, I'm in the same boat as you, man. You know, like just I wanted to be uh, be somewhere where, I, you know, you, I could combine those two. I mean, you, you kind of you said it perfectly there, you know, mm-hmm. uh, combining those two things, um, something that you know, sports isn't inherently bad, but it can turn into an idol. Mm-hmm. And there's like, probably like more examples, like so many examples of how that can be turned into an idol mm-hmm. uh, or, or how that manifests itself. Uh, uh, and, but it doesn't have to be that way. You know, God created all things for good and they can be ordered toward God. And so, that's kind of the challenge for athletes and co- athletes and coaches is yeah. how do you order your athletics toward God? How, how does that become ordered? How, how does yeah. he want it to happen? Yeah. And I'm not saying I have the perfect answer, but I know that uh, I know that, uh, you know, prayer is one part of those part of that piece and like yeah. listening listening to like really listening to what God has to say uh, to you uh, either in the silence of your heart or through any means. And uh, yeah, that that's what, that's what brought me here. And, and, and uh, yeah, that's yeah. why I'm here. <laughs> Amazing. It's awesome. Amazing. Going, uh, going back to your college days. Uh, I, I know you, I've, heard that you, you grew up in a, a myriad of, of um, Protestant churches and whatnot. So um, I'm guessing you arrived at Michigan with some sort of foundation for the Lord. Um, did you have a desire to put him as number one and then being swept up into the celebrity of Alan Webb? It, it was easy to make yourself number one or, or was he not even necessarily desired to be number one from the get go? I mean, I, I, we, we were, uh, by the, by the time I got to Michigan, I, you know, I, I, you know, my 
practicing of my faith was non-existent if, if zero. Um, yeah. but you know, the seeds were still there. And I, and I, I think, I th- I know deep down I had a desire there. It's the, it was there. Yeah. Um, and I even went back to the, to the, uh, to the parish where I was, uh, where my parents had me baptized. Yeah. Um, but there was still something empty there, you know, that I, I, that, that, that I couldn't, that wasn't filled up or I, I didn't feel, it didn't feel right. Mm-hmm. Or it wasn't really strong enough. Um, for a bunch of different reasons. One, I really wasn't ready, you know, um, you know, and, you know, going to Michigan, I was like allured by the big show and, you know, the kind of the, fancy division one the big house that whole thing and uh you know and and so i that was you know just a thing so i it it was before i even got there i wasn't necessarily being at michigan like uh but uh um yeah it i i you know ultimately i sort of had to have the running part stripped away from me to really uh realize what what's most important you know um mm. i uh and I, I sort of i had to kind of what i'd like to call like i had to die the running death you know uh i guess you know like the the the, the runner sort of dies three deaths one is that your running career ends <laughs> you know yeah. like your legitimate con- competitive running career you know like your peak uh and then you die <laughs> later. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. And then, and then, and then you die when the last person remember the last, the, the, the last person remembers your name. Oh, wow. So it's kind of like three ways that there's like, there's sort of three deaths, wow. three deaths there. Uh, and, uh, so, uh, I, you know, I, I had to be stripped away from that. I had that to be stripped away to kind of be like, Oh, well, what do I fill it up with now? Like what next? What's what's after? What's 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 the next thing? And you're like, oh, you know, you have you have degrees, uh, you have uh, you know, job, but then even then, it's still it's still unfulfilling. You know, it ultimately will leave you empty. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's when I finally, you know, just committed to joining the RCIA. And uh, c- coming into communion with the church, with the Catholic Church, because uh, you know, I I had I had sort of heard enough to to uh, to to believe that uh, that you know the the church is what it is, you know, and and um, it, it's you know the, it's it's the church that Christ established, and I you know. Uh, and I finally wanted to have to commit to that, you know, yeah. and uh, having that stability there and, 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 and that, and that conviction uh, was really what like, you know, solidified, you know, me making a, a real more genuine change to my life, you know? Mm. And, uh, and then it was like game on. I was like, well, now I'm like, I have to put like all the running stuff into that, you know, <laughs> like, cause you know, like I, I, you know, I, I you know, we talked, you know, I, I talked about how 
you know, oh, I learned how to swim, you know, swimming was awesome. And then uh, I turned that into running. Then I was like, well, I want to apply the running part to like this, my spiritual life, you know? And that's when that, like that, then, it, then it, then it became a more genuine attempt to have God be number one in my life, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I, that was, that, that was the goal. It wasn't, it didn't necessarily happen like on a dime, you know, like, right. uh, uh, you know, cause most of the time God works slowly. You know, I think people have these like, kind of like click moments where like, you're like, Oh, you know, there's this, kind of like a miracle before your eyes change but but most of the time it's it's a it's a slow progress yeah and i think most people uh you know read this the 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 sort of super fast story in a book of somebody that had like some crazy can you know some monumental conversion which which can happen but most of the time for most people it's it's a it's a slow process process and that's how it was for me just like slowly chipping away little bits here and there um, and you know, I know, and I, he's still chipping away at me, you know, uh, you know, I've got, I, I still have sins, <laughs> you know, that yeah, I got a bad, I'd be surprised. I'd be surprised you if know? you said you didn't, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm still kind of impatient and, uh, you know, I get frustrated with whatever thing and, uh, but you know, I'm, I, I'm trying, you know, and, yeah, and, yeah. Um, if, if, if I could like, you know, in, in the message that I try to, you know, for our athletes is that like, you have to like, please try, you know, like our goal is the same, like the, the, there's different goals in sports, but like our, our spiritual goals should, are all of our goals should be to he- get to heaven. Mm-hmm. You know, that should be our goal. And like sports teaches us a wonderful thing about goal setting, um, and that can be a really positive thing if you apply it to the apply it to the ultimate good, like to be to be in heaven, you know, because that's where we're going to be for eternity. Like these, yeah. the, I, I have to remind myself that this all this stuff is like short, you know, like it seems long, but like it's really short in duration, you know, compared to like compared to eternity, it's like all you know, yeah. it's like a blink in the eye, you know. Yeah, and and three forty six so, seems even shorter when you compare it to we, eternity too. Exactly, it's like <laughs> wow. and, and, you know. Like I don't know, if you, if you, like I know my my wife who coaches with me. She'll always tell the athletes, athletes like, "Oh, we're doing this interval, and like there's 24 hours in a day. You can handle this, you know, this mile repeat or this run. You know, it's not, it's really not that long. And yeah, you're right. It's it 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 feels so super long when you're like super hurting. You know, like yeah, and right, yeah, sure. suffering. But yeah, you know, in the big in the big scheme of things, it's not it's not that long. It's it's relatively short. Yeah, right. Yeah, kind of like hopping on that train there. Um, so first, we got about five minutes left in our Zoom call here. Um, we, if you, if you would have us, we'd love for you to to like once we get closer to hop back on. If you've got some more time, if not, we understand with the family. Um, uh, but just kind of with the last couple minutes on our first session, I would love to kind of hear about um, kind of turning back into the into the running side of things. Uh, the the just kind of the fun more fun question of. Uh, when the, when the hurt started, like what, what was kind of like the first workout that you remember, uh, in your running career that was like, Oh, this is running is different than swimming. Uh, and then like, what was that first like burn session? Like, um, <laughs> I remember like mine was my, my first day at cross country. My freshman year was conditioning and our coach would do this thing called the five mile Mondays where we would, uh, um, 
race a, a five mile course every day around like from our high school we'd run around the uh different neighborhoods and stuff and i was like oh yeah I, I was the fastest kid in my junior high whatever i can stick with these dudes so i take off at the first 250 meters with the top guys on our team and then i just blow up and walk it in <laughs> 250 out yeah. full five miles just walked the whole time <laughs> and this was not the same as junior high <laughs> oh man oh you're 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 making me search my memory bank yeah I, I mean, I would say the hardest, I mean, yes, there's so many hard ones. <laughs> I, I like, I guess the, the I, I remember doing mile repeats on this grass fields, on these grass fields around South Lakes High School. And I don't know if it was like harder than swimming, but I just, I just remember, uh, having to dig pretty deep you know and uh and it you know i i i i liked it <laughs> yeah <know? laughs> i i like that i like that feeling of like kind of like going to the well um and the one thing i'd say about swimming and running is that like running workouts are like kind of spaced a little they're spaced out a little more like the really intense ones so mm -hmm. i would say sometimes maybe the running ones could be more intense but they're just less often the, right. So, uh, and, uh, so yeah, I, I definitely remember those, those mile repeats that, that, uh, that Mark and Joan Hunter had us do, uh, on at, at South Lake, at South Lakes high school. Um, that's awesome. So those, those were fun. Amazing. Amazing. Um, where do I want to take you next? Um, Alan, do you, uh, I, I know that after your competitive running days you got into triathlons and whatnot uh, kind of help us help help me at least fill in the gap between your triathlon years and ave maria i know that you were at uh university of arkansas little rock coaching there before ave maria uh what's the what's in between little rock and your triathlon days so the yeah, the triathlon was something that uh you know i you know, I, I mentioned I was. I obviously mentioned that I was a swimmer, mm -hmm. and I, again, I thought maybe maybe I could still be a good. Maybe my swimming can be good enough to be triathlete good. Yeah, but again, I was still not a good enough swimmer. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't long enough. <laughs> Unfortunately, that still didn't work out. Yeah, so that that's really when you know I, I really had to you know step away from like you know you know high level athletics. Yeah, and, and uh, I still had a, I still had a couple credits i needed to, to finish up for my degree so i finished that at portland state and then you know i was looking you know trying to find figure out what career i was going to go into and uh event you know I, I, we started a, a truck repair business and that we i didn't really want to continue to do that because i i really decided just really through prayer i think uh that i wanted to get in coaching and so uh you know i and i i got a hold uh, and was blessed to have coach Hepburn at Portland state bring me on as a volunteer. Hmm. And I was there, uh, for, for, um, for, for a year before I went to our, before I got the job at little rock. And wow, cool. so, uh, and you know, that was my first paid position at, uh, at UALR. And again, I was blessed to have coach Banky to, you know, hire me there. Yeah. And then, uh, that event you know eventually i 
you know, uh, after a couple of years at Little Rock, I got the job at Ave Maria. So, um, yeah, so yeah, I, I, you know, I, I, I just realized that I had, yeah, I had sort of had all this experience in the, the track and field world that I just felt this calling to like use, you know, yeah, yeah. uh, and, you know, share, share the successes and, and the failures too. You know, I, I was definitely not perfect. You know, I made a lot of mistakes in my running career. And so uh, I, I, I can, I can talk people at least from a distance runner standpoint, you know, I, I feel like I could talk people through a lot of the, a lot of the ups and downs, uh, that, that, that you can, that you can go through. Yeah. Yeah. We, uh, we do this, uh, thing on all of our podcasts with our guests called, uh, repeats where we, we kind of shoot off questions, uh, really short, short questions, short answer. Um, kind of like, it's like 30 seconds reps real hard, uh, short rest, all that good stuff. So, uh, we're, we're hoping that you're up for it. I love it. <laughs> love cool. it. Okay. First, re- first repeat. Um, first repeat. Uh, Ryan Hall, Dathan Ritzahine, Alan Webb. Are they still buddies? Do you guys still keep in touch? Yeah, we keep in touch a little bit. A little bit. A, a text or a phone call, very, very occasionally. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. Yep. Sweet. Like I said, short repeats. Yeah. So. Um. The next one would be uh. If um. Mm. Oh man. Got uh. I got it. This. Oh the. Man, my brain is not working. You, you got, you got one more. Let me give me two seconds. Yeah, sorry. Sure. <laughs> uh, uh, you are gearing up for a a workout, uh, whether if it's still today or just the most recent mm. days in your life, uh, and you want to feel fast. You want to feel fast. You want to look fast. Give us a head to toe uh, gear check on what Alan Webb is wearing. Gear <laughs> <laughs> Uh, n- number one, I'd, I'd have the newest, uh, you know, Asics Meta Speed Sky, yes, uh, shoes, uh, with uh, uh, dry fit shirt. Uh, love it. Are you going split shorts? shorts? Are you uh, split shorts or or half tights? I'm a split shorts, love I go it. split shorts, love it. Hat, <laughs> no shorts. hat. Uh, I, I'd go the hat. I'd go the hat. Cause I live in Florida, man. I, my, my, oh, yeah. my noggin would get destroyed if I don't have the hat. <laughs> facts. <on. laughs> yep. Facts for sure. It's awesome. Um, okay. So uh, next repeat, we've got, uh, your, your, what was your staple go-to? I feel fast or I want to, I want to feel good after this workout. What was that when you were, uh, like even now or then, like, what was your, what was your real good go-to workout? Workout? Yeah. I would say I do. Hey repeats uh with like a like a 200 jog and then i'd finish after that like, then i'd after that take spike put your spikes on and do a 400 a 300 and a 200 after after that but you get like pretty pretty good rest so you can you can you can go hard like four to five minute rest type thing eh, like three okay okay, <laughs> okay, okay. It's a pretty good rest yeah yeah pr- pretty it's good awesome. rest. love it pretty love good. it uh, do you still have any miles left in your legs? Are you still, are you still running? Do you run alongside your athletes? Are you a bike alongside your athletes coach? Um, I, I can do the easy running, like really easy. Uh, more like probably with the, our top women. <laughs> like like and, your homegirl, Teresa, that was at nationals. 
Yeah, I could keep up with Teresa. She, yeah, I, the, the guys are too too good. They're too fast for me. I have to. I if well, when then, I, I then you're bike. doing your job well as a coach if they're too fast for you. Exactly. <laughs> I can bike. I have to bike with the guys. If I, I if it. I yeah. go with the guys, I have to I have to get on the bike. I just well, can't, awesome. I can't keep I can't keep up with them anymore. Yeah, I can't, I can't keep up. Uh, what was, what spurred on the, the 1500 meter at, uh, university of Arkansas last year, like last spring, what was the, what kind of egged you on to run that 15? Oh man. Cause I didn't have a job at that point. I was still, <laughs> I was still looking for a job and uh, awesome. I was like, well, I guess I'll run. I guess I'll kind of get in shape and give oh, it a, and give it a shot. Uh, and, well, I knew that, that there was a, our, the home meet at little rock was there and I, I, I and I, 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 I I wanted to run run on it one time before before I left, so right. I jumped on that, and then, and then I was I was kind of in shape, and I said, "Well, maybe the maybe I'll maybe I'll let me run at Arkansas." <laughs> so I just jumped in. That's awesome. I jumped in for fun, but it was it was a really good reminder that I should stay retired. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, but it the was comeback fun. isn't I, it on. Was great to get out there and, and just be on that track again. So yeah, I remember uh, reading the play, but like the the start list, and be like, oh, Alan Webb, that's a that's the name of the American record holder. That's so funny. I wonder if it's the same person. And then as like a complete joke, had no idea that you were actually there. And then I saw you on this like come around the first time on the home stretch, and I was like, oh my goodness, it is Alan Webb. It's so sick. <laughs> Coolest thing in the world. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Oh, Amazing. Man. Yeah. I hung in there for about 600 meters. And that was, that was, that was, that was, that's amazing. Uh, all right. Next repeat. Uh, without throwing shade on either, uh, what are what's the transition from coaching at the NCAA level to the NAIA level been like? Um, it's a little di- it's a little different. Uh, you know, I, I, I think um, I would say just the vibe is a little different. Um, maybe I just say it's maybe a little friendlier, you know, I, I mean, I'm already like buddies with you, man. Let's go. <laughs> and, Let's go. Yeah. And so, uh, maybe it's just like a men's, you know, it's much, it's, it's very welcoming, which I, I think is, is pretty mm. awesome. It's not uh, as cutthroat. Uh, we're, we're here to, to, to beat you at all costs. Yeah. Well, I mean. <laughs> yeah well i don't know well, i don't want to maybe or maybe when, t- when yeah, maybe when yeah. ave maria toes the line against jbu it is a little cutthroat i'm okay with that <laughs> yeah bring it yes, on baby exactly <laughs> we yeah. will uh yeah maybe maybe just it's not quite as super high intensity uh yeah. but um yeah that that th- those are so yeah i mean but but i think it's got a, it's just got a good blend of you know it's very competitive but uh, nobody is like super stuffy about it, you know. Um, sure. Yeah. And they, like everybody kind of knows, like, hey, you know, we're we're here to compete and um, do our best. Uh, but let's keep things in perspective, you know. Right. Um, yeah. Like I definitely, and, as, a, as an assistant coach, don't mind walking up to other coaches of other universities and just having a conversation where I feel like at the D one level, unless you already know them or have been introduced to them, it's not really like a a mesh or a talk hangout thing um, feels more closed off, um, closed off wise. So, um, so uh, my, my high school cross country coach went to the university of Michigan while you were there. Um, he was a freshman the same year as you were. And uh, so I, I was like, I gotta, I gotta ask a question for him. And he asked, uh, reflecting back on your career, uh, are you glad that you went pro when you did? I, I would say, yeah, because I think is what I, is what I need. It was too much for me, you know, to kind of be, to, 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 uh, to, to, to really, I guess it'd be more like being away from home, I think is what it was. I think from, a, I was, wasn't quite ready for that yet, you know? Um, and I, 
so in that regard, I'd say, I, yeah, I, I don't because, you know, and, and I, because I, I, I feel blessed to have the, the, had the career that I had, you know? And so I don't want to like say that I, I, that wasn't a good thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but I would say I do regret sort of not being patient. You know, I think that if I had the patience that I should have had staying at, staying at Michigan would have been a, been a, been a good idea. Mm. You know, um, I just, I, I needed to kind of regroup, so to speak, uh, and just be in an environment that I, that I trusted. Um, so, but, but the, yeah, but I have to say, I, it, I'm just so grateful for the career, you know, for the, for the blessings that I had in my career that I, I can't like look back on that with, like like with big regret because it mm-hmm. right you know right. May, may, maybe it would have turned out you know maybe some things would have been better but maybe i wouldn't have it wouldn't have happened the way it happened you know uh and and and, who, and who's to say that the decisions that you made are are part of what brought you to uh, a deeper faith in the lord uh, i mean the, the lord was probably orchestrating not probably the lord was orchestrating things all the way through and exactly exactly yep. like maybe i wouldn't have met my wife, you know, like yeah. for whatever reason, you know, yeah. um, even though, listen to this, my freshman year at Michigan, um, uh, I, I, all the meets that were scheduled on the Michigan schedule, uh, I, I ran all of them except for one race, one race, which was the Roy Griak meet in uh-huh. Minnesota. Uh, my wife was there. <laughs> that meet. <laughs> it was the only meet that I didn't go to unbelievable that's it was awesome. the one week that i didn't go to and uh, like we sort of joke about it because we think uh, like if i had gone what would have happened if i had went to that meet yeah yeah the world will never know would i have met her then or or would she have like overheard some conversation that you know heaven forbid you just would have seemed less attractive because of and she would have been like nah not that alan webb guy <laughs> exactly I don't but know. that would never happen because i am just so handsome that she <laughs> yeah, baby, yeah. Let's, go. let's go that's awesome um oh yeah, at least at least my last repeat i don't know not, i think i'll count that as my last one cool uh right. as we're about to send you off to time with your family completely unrelated to the running world Tell us just something that sounds fun for you and your family that's on the horizon. Mm. Oh man, uh, we're we're actually gonna go visit. We're gonna go back to where her hometown in in, in Wisconsin this summer. Gonna do a little trip up there and just have a little um, little R and R and just yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Being able to go for some runs with Julia and actually mm. my my oldest daughter who's kind of like starting to get a little bit into running. She can kind of do wow. runs now. So yeah, awesome. looking, yeah, looking forward, looking forward to that and just hanging out and reading, reading books with my kids, just chilling, you know? Amazing. Love Amazing. It. Love it. That's awesome. Well, cool. Alan, uh, thanks so much for your time. Uh, I've been and I were, were incredibly giddy to get to, to meet with you. And also, at least for myself, just in my couple of interactions with you at cross country nationals and also indoor nationals. Uh, you allowed my giddiness to be like the appropriate level where you, you just, you presented yourself at nationals as, as a normal guy, rather than hi, I'm Alan Webb, the, the American record holder in the mile and Olymp. I mean, like you, you've got every reason for a worldly person to go look at me. I, I don't have time for whoever. And so thank you for, for honoring us with your time. And thanks for just being an easy dude to hang with. Yeah. Oh, it was my pleasure, Peter and Ben. It was uh, was great talking to you guys and yeah, just God bless you and have a a great season. Great afternoon. Hopefully we'll see you at nationals. 
I hope so. I hope yeah, so. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Let's go. That's the awesome. plan. Thanks, Alan. Thanks so much. Okay, have a good night. <laughs>